Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Episode 8. Today, a million stars will dance beside us because we have a theme park throwback episode on the beloved and iconic Spectral Magic Parade at Magic Kingdom. Today, I have with me Timmy. Hello. And Chad. Hey. And a little backstory info history lesson for y'all who don't know. Spectral Magic was the Magic Kingdom's nighttime parade, and it had two runs. And the first one, it replaced the Main Street Electrical Parade, so it could be sent off to Disneyland Paris. I learned that doing some research today. And that original run ran from 1990 to 1999, which is when I saw it. And then the second one was from 2001 to 2010. And the story of the parade, it was a very loose story, but there was a story. Um, it was about Mickey and the Spectro Magic Spectro Men, who were working together to create Spectro Magic. And so, like, the Spectro Men, like, controlled electricity and had his powers to bring Spectro Magic to life. And Mickey convinced them to come into the parade and show everybody, apparently. And it had five main units, which consisted of the World of Music from the Silly Symphonies, which is my personal favorite, the Wonder of Sleeping Beauty's Garden, the Fantasy of the Little Mermaid's Ocean, The Imagination of Fantasia, and The World of Dreams in a Grand Disney Cavalcade. Uh, and it used new and exciting technology that was praised for its creativity and artistry. So that's your little history lesson for today. But we're going to go ahead and start, and I'm going to ask Timmy to go first and tell us his memories of the beautiful and magical spectral magic. Okay, so um, uh, I never saw it in full in person but I have very vivid memories um my first trip to Disney was back in April 2010 it was the end of April I was 13 that was the first time I ever been it's still probably like my favorite trip and our first night we had like dinner at Crystal Palace um and all that it was just like the perfect Disney day type of deal um and when we finished there, we decided to leave because my sister was like eight or seven and was just exhausted. I was ready to go all night, but um, my family was just like ready to go. And we walked out and Spectrum Magic was happening. And I mean, if you know that soundtrack, like it just calls to you. Like you cannot like resist that. And I remember running with like, this is back when I had like my little MV2, like flip camera like with the keyboard yes (laughs) i pulled it out and was like taking photos i have like these four crappy photos of spectrum magic but it was in front of the castle because like crystal palace is like right there and like the closest you get to like the parade route is like right in front of the castle um so i had like that i took like a few photos and i was and like that was like probably like the moment where i was like i'm like i love this place like this is my place like that was one of those like moments where i was like i'm like god i want to live here it's like such a good ending to a magic kingdom day or was a good ending to a magic kingdom day like Mm -hmm. it was just so beautiful and magical and so disney because i had like that old school disney like music you said the soundtrack the first thing that popped up is like the old (laughs) disney sound versus like the new poppy disney sound yeah, and it also, like, I mean, I hadn't seen Wishes at the time, but it fits so well with Wishes. <laughs> it does. It does. It really goes, it really goes, oh my gosh. It went with Wishes. You see how much I want this back? <laughs> but I can't have it. 
I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love. I still love it back. I mean, Magic Kingdom just needs a nighttime parade in general. It does. I want a Spectral Magic 2.0. I'll uh, paint the night, but with Spectral Magic music. But yes. that's just me. <laughs> well, I, I second that, so it's gonna happen. <laughs> Disney, if you're into listening, existence. <laughs> yes, I am putting out in the universe. I am mm-hmm. putting energy out there. Also, I have my application out there. So, Disney, if you want to hire me, indeed.com. So, say no. <laughs> oh, gosh, I would take that job, too. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that just sounds so... That sounds, like, perfect. I also never eat at Crystal Palace, and I really want to, so I'm jealous of you. It, it was... I mean, it, it wasn't... I mean, I, I don't look back on it fondly. Like, I remember the food kind of being cold. I mean, but the characters, like, is nice because you don't really get the way the characters. You don't. Else. Not anymore. Like, you get Pooh and Tigger, but you don't get Tiglet. Tiglet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tiglet. Somebody call 911. I'm having an aneurysm. <laughs> oh. oh my god. You don't get Tiglet <laughs> or Eeyore. Eeyore sometimes um, comes out um, at the uh, uh, Pooh's thoughtful spot. He does, um, yeah. I, mm-hmm. it, 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 I have seen it happen. The one time it did happen, um, I had to get the photos through um, PhotoPass at the time, and they like just never showed up, and I was so mad because it was like I would be devastated best. because I love Eeyore. I love Eeyore. I'm so glad he's, like, regular at Disneyland because, like, you get him along with Pooh and Tigger. And then sometimes they have, like, Rabbit or um, Piglet come out. Which, Rabbit is even rarer. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, you never see Rabbit. No, Eeyore was my personal mascot. Like, at my time. Same. (laughs) Eeyore is a whole mood, like... Completely. Completely. He's personified. He's my most frequent mood. (laughs) I have an Eeyore onesie. I I stand Eeyore. Justice for Eeyore. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's happened to him, but... No, but, like, we just all love him. (laughs) We just want justice for Eeyore. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, I just... I miss the sh- I miss the parade. Um, here's my question for you: What if you had to pick one of the units? Because I did send them videos. I'm not gonna lie to you guys who are listening. The few of you that are, um, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I sent them videos just to refresh your memories. Because again, it was 2010 when it went away. It was break. Yeah, but yeah, it was only a few months after I saw it that it was announced it was going away temporarily. That was yeah, crazy. because it never got a real closing because the right. boats were ruined. Yeah, it, it was supposed to be temporarily replaced by Matriarchal Parade for Summer Night Tastic. I remember this. Yes. Um, and Summer Night Tastic was a whole topic. <laughs> that that is like nobody remembers it and like I do. I was like, I I think okay, this is gonna shake the world. I think we went the same year, but I went in June and not April. Cause like Ooh. as soon as I got back, or not June. Yeah, no, I went in June, and they were like, "Summer Night Tastic's gonna happen." I think it was like a July August thing, and I was yeah. like, "Why? I want to see it." Yeah, but so like they brought Main Geological Parade back, and it was only supposed to be there for like the duration of Summer Night Tastic. But then right. it I kept mean, getting people, extended. People love, it got extended, and then they finally announced Spectra was not coming back, and 
that's when the rumors started and all that. But we can get into that like later, probably. Oh, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. Now, you both mentioned that you had seen Spectro, or that I think Timmy, you said you had seen Spectro at the the, the last of it in 2010, right? Yes. Um, I was actually working at the Magic Kingdom the year that it closed, and I had it. I'd walked in to the Magic Kingdom uh, for the first time in my entire life uh, that year, and uh, I it was just like a, a dream come true because it was nighttime when I first got there. So and Spectro just happened to be the parade that was passing uh, through uh, Main Street as I walked in, and I remember that very clearly. And I was just like, "Oh my God, I'm here! I made it." and and then like every and then of course like every closing shift that you work as a cast member like at some point or somewhere around the park you could probably pick up the sound of spectro that's going on in the distance Mm -hmm. and i just knew okay that's what time it is because it's like right like clockwork oh my gosh it's like a spectro alarm clock and i need that yes oh my my gosh. gosh It was the it was the perfect end to end to the night for me, and of course wishes. Right. Yeah, I, I mean they were just so paired. They were oh my god, they were paired so well. They were because, they were just the perfect. Yeah, like their soundtrack sounded very similar. Like they complemented each other very well, but also they were both narrated by Jiminy Cricket. Cricket. Uh-huh. Who needs to narrate more stuff, in my opinion? Oh my god, like he used to be like. Like, next to Tinkerbell was, like, the mascot of, like... I know, like... Everything if, Disney. And then, like, they yeah. just kind of forgot. Like, like, if there's a trifecta, it's Mickey, Jiminy, Tinkerbell. Yeah. Exactly. You've got you've got Tinkerbell, who was, uh, of course, Walt's um, go-to gal for the Wonderful World of Color when he did the TV show. Of course, you know, she would fly out and she would do the she would do the magic wand thing and that would start yes. the show and of course Tinkerbell introduces or she doesn't narrate but she kicks off the wishes fireworks show by um, gliding from the top spire of the castle and as the you know first firework goes off so uh, iconic uh, <laughs> I okay I'm, getting I'm not gonna oh lie to you I never saw wishes in the park Oh, really? Was, I, really? I've I've seen it on the ferry, on the monorail. Like I saw it more than once out of the park. But that's because I was younger and I didn't have a say so in if my family stayed or not. Uh, but I will well, tell I worked you, the Magic Kingdom, so I saw it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would see it regularly. I wish I could have. Like I, but I will say I did see uh, <clears throat> Happily Ever After for the first I, time this year. And I my cousin and sister it. actually had to asked me to stop sobbing because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was bad oh oh I I bawled I love it I love a good cry I uh, am I, so out of out of the loop when it comes to all of the new shows that they have going on the new parades but when it comes to Spectra Magic Wishes and then Main Street Electrical which was totally my which was my year or like a couple of years that I know working at Disney, being a Disney fan and experiencing it. But ever since I left 
it's you know gotten harder to keep up on these things and i'm really trying there's always so I, news and especially with social media like you can't just like yeah get it all in once it's always like this week this is announced this week this mm-hmm. is announced and then two months later these two things are announced and this is closing but don't worry this is here and here's a dance party and here's another dance party and, here's another and we're bringing this party. back yeah yeah oh, like gosh. it it's like crazy like being like a cast or like you're like oh my god i've seen so much but i've also haven't seen so much because like then like you leave like i haven't seen happily mm-hmm. ever after like and i so I good mean, and I, mean, I do remember I, seeing seeing it when it first came out I was like, it, it was like one of the first nights when the park closed early, and I do remember going out there and seeing the projection work that was being done, and they were there was no sound, but I could see everything that was going on. I'm like, what the heck is going on with the castle? It's like bouncing up and down. <laughs> it's got things flying out of it. What? Like, I I was blown away. And then they brought all that stuff to Disneyland, and I was so excited. Uh, I, I wish, uh, because, uh, I mean, I was there this past summer, and it was um, Pixar Fest, so they had um, Together Forever, which really wasn't great. It was, mm-hmm. like, it was very spectacular. Like, they had, like, buzz flying across the yeah. castle. They had... It like, wasn't house. bad. Yeah, like, it was... Mm, um, like... I personally it, wouldn't it, call it, was, it bad, but I wouldn't call it, like iconic like a forever memory it was mm. very disconnected like the fireworks were disconnected from the projections like it was it, I, i'm pretty sure i saw it like twice maybe three times the entire time i was there and mm-hmm. like compared to how many times like i would make my way like make sure i because the thing was um paint the night um happened like almost kind of overlapping with it so yeah like, it was like you would do one or the other or like you would do one and like rush over to Disneyland to go catch the other and I would just be like oh I'm gonna watch Paint the Night DCA is gonna be closed I'm gonna go over to Disneyland and sneak on to whatever attraction I can get to um, through the, the back ways like that right. was because I'm like I know the lines are gonna be shorter like might as well hmm. but, but like really off topic um, oh no it's perfectly fine but like, here's my question for both of you: mm-hmm. What was your favorite unit, like parade, like out of the the sections of like the the Silly Symphony, is Fantasmic, Little Mermaid, all that? I think, uh, well, personally, um, the Little Mermaid is like my absolute favorite movie of all time from Disney. Yes. So I um, totally, I totally side with that, um, and just as like just off off the off to the side i was i'm also a super huge fan of the character ursula so like ursula is like one of the very few times that you get to see her featured in a parade was it is and it's so cool it was so cool because she like um First of it was all, a whirly like, gig float. Yeah, she, for it, those it, it was like it was like the same thing that she had at like Fantasmic at Disneyland, like way, way, way back, like way right. before like I was even born. Um, like. Yeah, no, it was so cool. Like she got to sort of interact with 
you know, the audience that were, you know, was watching the parade, like she would just scuttle over to like the right and she would be like spinning around and like waving at everybody and then like dancing away. And like she glowed like this purple like glow in her hair and the seashell. Oh gosh, I, I, I loved it. And I, ever since then, I was like so sad that they had, you know, taken her out of other parades. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on. I, I will be so bitter about, forever bitter about the fact that she was cut from uh, Boot to You. Yes, yes. Be, be, because I saw, because the Boot to You I saw was after they took her out and replaced her with um, the Evil Queen. Yes, yep. yes. Because yep. I remember when she used to be in Boot to You, like all the videos. I've never been to Not So Scary, but I know the parade pretty much by heart now. Oh, I I know the parade very well. And I'm, I was, I was going to also bring that up because, uh, that was the, I guess, only uh, the second of the three times I had ever seen her in a parade at all. Um, and I can't I can't even think of what the third one is. I believe it's the celebrated dream come true. No. Oh my gosh. I yeah, love she was that parade. That. She was her own so float much. in that one. And with, I was with, with that whole float got taken out and then they it put did. it in Who's You. I like, have no idea what in the world is there. Why are they averted to including Ursula? Darn it. I'm gonna have to do a whole theme park throwback on Celebrated Dream Country because that's one of my favorite parades of all time. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. But I um I did start working there um when Boo to You before they made a bunch of changes to it. I know we're kind of segueing into Boo to You, but like, you know, Spectro, we're doing parades, it's happening. Um like Connection. Yeah, the year Yeah, it's all connected. The year I started uh was the Ursula version of Boo to You and Spectro, including Ursula and celebrate a dream come true where of course she had a float um but uh i guess um i don't know that uh i i wanted to see like i kind of wanted to see the costume when it was not lit up and you know backstage they had it like sort of parked and i had friends who had been in spectra magic roommates uh who were like dancers, um, side characters. So like they would tell me, okay, we have it all set up and all put away. So if you wanted to just sneak back there, I'm like I got to see all of the costumes when they weren't lit. And <sighs> yes, uh, oh my gosh, that just, would be so cool. Those I, little I've light seen, bulbs, I've seen just... all of Paint Tonight, all the, because I had to go past the warehouse where Paint Tonight was. Mm-hmm. at DCA so I saw all of those without lights on without people like I could see the harnesses like it's cool mm-hmm. yeah they keep all the colors very muted or yeah. metallic because of course yeah. it has to reflect and it ha- the lights really have to dance and really have to glow and the costumes so. in Spectro were like specially designed to reflect the light especially when they because yeah. if you don't know Spectro Magic the costumes they would go from white light to color to like kind of bring it alive and make it like royal yeah. and then fun cartoony because again they're all you know we're looking at cartoon characters Disney characters of course we need to we need to have fun but also like class and royalty I think that's a very I think that's a very strong thing that they do with the, all of their parades or at least the nighttime ones is mm-hmm. that they sort of have a moment where the entire parade just becomes monochromatic and like they all join in on the chorus or you know. Yeah, and then it just all comes alive in their own individual yeah. ways, which 
I and just, I love, I think it's such a beautiful moment of the parades and such a testament to like creativity, but also like using unity. kind of that, yeah, that unity yeah. of we're all Disney, but like we're all mm-hmm. completely different. We're all a part of this world. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of been like a theme with like certain parades. Like, I mean, even like mm-hmm. Matriarch Parade, like I think there was like a section with all white. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it's been a while. Um, I'm trying to remember that, actually. I don't know, because I've seen Electrical Parade less than I've seen Spectro or Paint the Night. Yeah, but um, but also, like, Small World, like, the final scene is all white. Right. Like, yes, it is. Ooh, connections. There we go. It is all making sense. That wouldn't yes. even cross my mind. I oh. know, and not until just now. <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 just like clicked with me. Like I just saw that. I, I'm like I'm like I feel like this is like a theme. Where, like they do like this thing where like it's very colorful, and then all of a sudden like just like kind of like I don't know like a certain like sum up like color like one I don't know. I don't know well, no, like, yeah. Like earlier when um when I was talking about like how I had been influenced by Tinkerbell and the wonderful world of color uh it's sort of the beginning itself is like it goes from black and white until tinkerbell arrives and then everything turns to color it's also very yes. like wizard of oz where it comes out of kansas and, she, <laughs> and everything's like wonderful world of color yeah. see color. i'm gonna go off topic real quick when wonderful world of color uh was the dca it was before like I, w- I was young yeah well yeah um, I was young and like I would literally go outside and so like this is how you know I grew up in a small town with less than a hundred people and I like had nobody around me for my own creative brain which has helped me in the long run if I'm honest like being very imaginative um, I literally went outside and I took my water hose and we had like this little switch that would make it shoot up really high or not and I would literally just spin around and be like wonderful world of summer <laughs> And then I come in drenched, and my dad would be like, "Why are you wet?" They'd <laughs> be like, "I went to Disneyland. Be quiet." <laughs> I was performing flash dance. Leave me be. <laughs> what a feeling! I what am music now. <laughs> Do you mind if I ask a quick question for the two of you? Oh yeah, sure. Um, I am. I think I am probably the oldest one here because. I'm, I'm wondering how old are, how old were you both like in 2010? I was 13. I have to look it up because I'm bad at math. <laughs> I, I, I remember it vividly because it was my first time at Disney. I was 13 and I turned 14 like a few weeks after. Because I was fully 20. I was also 13. Oh, I'm 22 right now. <laughs> I'm 22, going to be 23. I am 29. Oh my gosh. I am like, I'm so old. No, so you're not. Old. Stop it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because I'm like, yeah, uh, I had, um, growing up, I had not been to Disney. Like I said, I had never set foot on a Disney property, never even been to a Disney store until I was 20. And oh, I'd gone wow. to Disney for my first day on the job. That's so it's like wild. that's such a magical experience, and you got to see Spectro. I, yep, and I, I yep I dived in, surely did. But oh. that's just like a, that's just like a common like 
Uh, I'm guess it sounds like you didn't do the college program. From what I'm I thinking. did do the college program. That was a. Uh, that's how I got started. Oh, okay. Yeah. I also did two of them. Oh, okay. Okay, so well, I'm, I'm about to do my third. Um, so, but nice. I've done two. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be merchandise. So no more custodial. Um, I've done zero. So. Uh. <laughs> but but I, I mean I also I'm also waiting to hear back about a professional internship at Disneyland so Ooh. crossing my fingers Ooh. for that crossing my I'm, fingers for you crossing my fingers for you too oh thanks guys yeah I fully um, I fully worked at the Magic Kingdom my entire disney college program both times i was attractions and both placed in the magic kingdom uh first was at pirates of the caribbean which is um very which is yeah very close to where the spectra magic gates opened up heading (laughs) sort of heading back in that direction from frontierland yeah so i would be standing outside alone with all you know the the lights hanging above me and everyone's completely gone. They've gone to the parade route and I'm just standing there by myself. And okay, this would probably be a story about like the first shift I'd ever worked out there. I was on my, what had to be 12 hours that I had been at, you know, at work and I still had another hour to go. And I was like, my legs are getting so tired. I've never, I've never worked this long of a shift in my entire life. So I, um, I wanted to just kind of nudge myself over closer to the parade so I can see it, and then like sit down <laughs> maybe for a little bit. I know, I know, it was like the dumbest idea I'd ever had. And then, lo and behold, my trainer walked out and was like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, you know, I'm sort of half leaning on the. Uh, we call it um, mast, which is like, you know, the, the pole out front. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I was half leaning on it and, uh, you know, looking over there and I'm like, no, no, nothing. I'm not doing anything. Just working. You know, um, and she, <laughs> she's like, you're so lucky if any of the managers had caught you like doing that, they'd probably give you a, they'd give you a reprimand. I was like mortified. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like my first week I came that close. It's no joke. It's like, yeah, yeah, you gotta really be careful. You gotta really be on your toes. I'm thankful for my experience there. Um, but yeah, just like you really sort of value each each hour, all of the time off that you have, like you really prioritize what you want to do. So like when I wasn't working, I would like clock out and maybe kind of get back into the park so I can watch the parade at night. That was kind of my thing. Hey, that's fair. Yeah, it wasn't always the proper way to do it, though. But... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, I mean, I would go in, um, like, I I remember sometimes, like, I would get off early because um, I I would have tickets for the Halloween party, and so Mm -hmm. I'd come back into the park after clocking out. Um, Or, like, beforehand, I would go and just, like, hang out, like because Transstar is just, like, not reliable. So I was like, I'm oh my gosh. like, three hours early because, like, why not? I can just lay in the hub grass for, like, an hour. <laughs> um, which, I mean, mm-hmm. that wasn't there when you were there. Um, <laughs> but um, that was definitely my, my place. Like, I, I miss, that was one thing I missed at Disneyland so much because they just don't have that at all. Um, so I was like, 
I was just that, but like, yeah, but like back then, like I would show up and I'd be like, I, I kind of don't want to be here. Like when it came like to holiday months, but like I would just lay there. Like I, I was like, this is all I need. You know like, what? That actually brings something interesting to my mind. Could you imagine if the 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 expanded hub was there for Spectro? Chernobog could have opened so many more times. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Oh gosh, I I don't even remember explode. what the old one looked like. It had a lot of foliage and I I have pictures. I have photos. I think like, um, God. Uh, Yeah, no, it was, it it was, it looked a lot like Disneyland. Like, I think it was very similar to that. Just like a bit bigger. I think the last time I might've seen it, it was like all very, very young and very new. So like, I, I guess it might've looked a lot bigger than it really was, but Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, um, what was my favorite place to watch the parade from? Oh, oh, I would have to watch the parade from, uh, that bend in Liberty Square where it would go, you know, from Frontierland, uh, yes. in front of the Hall of Presidents. And That's personally my favorite the spot. Um, yeah, I... the, the reason why is because, well, you have to be on the mansion side because that was my ride whenever the parade was going on at night and you know i'd seen the i'd seen the parade quite a few times at that point i'm like i'm gonna go on when there's nobody (laughs) so that was like yeah that's a useful trick if you're like um new to any of the disney parks and you want to you know experience your favorite ride at go night, during the parade. Go during the go parade. Go during parade or fireworks. And yep. then be sure you're standing on the right side of the parade route um, during that time so that you can at least get out of there. Um, I want to... I'm going to bring you back real quick. Um, <laughs> Timmy, what was your favorite Universal Spectrum Magic? Because we never got your answer. Which oh, I'm fault. so sorry. Yeah. I... No, no, that was my fault. That was <laughs> no, my no, fault. That, that, no, it's totally okay. Um... So like I said, I never saw the full thing. It was from a distance because like, like the parade was already like in the midst. Like I, I remember that it was um, the Fantasia floats that were going by. Right, like, beautiful like, floats. Yeah, like I, I remember the Chernabog one, and, and I was like just getting into like Chernabog and like 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 the old like Disney villains like lesser known. Right, villains. right. Mm-hmm. So I was like all about that, but. Um, which I, I think I saw a little bit of this photo and I like I, I like freaked out because um Sleeping Beauty was like that was my childhood movie. I mm-hmm. watched the heck out of that. I would pretend to be Aurora and like my mom's like old like pink um uh what was it? Her like bridesmaid dress from like e- like years ah, ago. I don't know if you in my house anymore. Like, like I, I would pretend to prick my finger on like the steering wheel and like just fall to the ground. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just wanted to be a damsel so bad. I used um, to pretend to be Cinderella and would like put like books on my head and my hands like the trays and I'd, I'd like pretend somebody call my name and I'd be like coming I'm bringing the tea and I'd run around my house <laughs> oh my god I'm pretty sure I do that like just all the time like what oh my god like working in like my school's dining hall I would the way I would hold certain things I would hold it like so flat and be like and be like yes I am shutting like there's like <laughs> like I, I like like a trash lit like I just like put on like pajama pants because like I, I had to wear long pants but I, I preferred shorts. I always prefer shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I, I was just like, like trash time to time like yes I'm the princess of this dining hall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um mm-hmm. so um uh uh I I remember when we were walking down um I don't know at, at some point like I remember seeing the floats for like um, the Sleeping Beauty section. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I was just like, and I just love that because I love like the fairies, like all of that. Yes. Um, yes. And then, so years later, um, I, after like that first trip, like I started getting into pin trading and they released the um, pieces of Spectrum Magic History. Yeah, like those, so are, I, those are such cool pins. Yeah, so I got two of those. I got I got one um, off eBay that was um, with um, the Spectrum Men, and then I got <gasps> another um, with um, Meriwether because she's my favorite fairy. Um, so mine too. I, yeah. Oh my God, she's the best one. Um, yeah. Like th- the most iconic lines um, come from her and Flora, and like their issues. Um, but... This looks <laughs> awful. Oh, it's on you, dear. <laughs> oh my it's God, on you, dear. Oh, I love her, but yeah, I think that would be like my favorite section just because I just love them and like I, I can I still have that pin. I still have both those pins. Um, I don't I don't do pin trading or like collecting or anything anymore. I the college program kind of like drained that out of me. I don't know why. I think it was because I didn't have money. Um, but I just don't collect anymore. But I think that would be my favorite just because it is it is I, a I deep dark up. rabbit hole. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, actually, um, like, I used to be into Zoom Zooms, and, um, I, like, I didn't buy any, like, my entire program, but I had them in my room, so for Christmas, when, like, me and my roommates got stuff for each other, they, they all gave me just Zoom, more Zoom Zooms, like, I got the Moana set from one of, from the one I live with, and I was like, oh, you understand me so well, and then the other one got me Star Wars ones, which, like, we didn't really know each other that well, but luckily I, I still love Star Wars. <laughs> Um, and, and I had just gone into it at the time, um, but like, yeah. Um, the My last no. trip, I actually got a Clarabelle cow and Horus Horse Collar Sum Sum. Yes, I know those two. Oh my god! But like, Clarabelle is a gay icon. She's the mm-hmm. queen. I actually went to Chicago for the first time a couple weekends ago. I don't know if either one of you saw, but um, I went to the Disney store there, and they had a Clarabelle, and she talked. She had her own little lines. And I like oh I did the Instagram filter where it's like do 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 in the hearts because it was Clarabelle and I love her. <laughs> oh my god! I I was there the first night that um Nikki's um uh most Marius premiered, and so like nobody so like I I had to know I didn't know like what was gonna be in the show, and I remember when she came out on the sleigh and started seeing all I want for Christmas is you. I was. Yes. My mouth just dropped and I just started like immediately crying because I'm like, I'm like, this is like all I ever needed in life. Like I thought nothing could ever top like seeing um Hocus Pocus, but that moment like was very close. Oh, I love it. And then when um, she whipped off like the the thing that she was like like the cloak, I was like, Ugh. so I, I just love <laughs> Clarabelle. Like Clarabelle, everything like everywhere. Like I love her. Now like I um I need someone to remind me uh back to the back to the parade thing so like uh during the um <laughs> back sleeping to the <laughs> back to the parade uh better so, <laughs> than i am <laughs> um like uh during the sleeping beauty segment was there a um was there an aurora princess and did her no. dress change from blue to pink i want because- that there was no aurora it was just the fairies and a bunch of dragonflies it was beautiful it made no sense though i'm gonna be honest with you guys like, like honestly no I, I was just watching um so like I, I i looked up like um so i didn't watch the videos that you well i watched lots of videos but um because i was getting annoyed i couldn't switch to the app i watched a different one from like right. 1991 mm-hmm. um and originally that section was the first float like you know how like uh, 
during like yeah the yeah years, they, they were all on their separate floats yeah they they switched the parade around multiple times and switched characters yeah. around put some in took some out like yeah it, so it was a whole thing yeah so originally the fireflies were on the first two floats and the middle yeah. float was all three of the fairies and then the last one was also fireflies there yeah. was never aurora there was never philip never maleficent it was just the fairies and fireflies well, Just, justice for Aurora and Festival of Fantasy. Sorry, I had to get that out. Yeah, justice yeah. for Aurora and literally anything. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I didn't get me started. Like she, uh, I mean, anything I at all. Her love Sleeping Beauty. Um, but like she's, I, I still like love her to death, and I'm so glad like she has a castle at this. I'm going off topic on my own show. Do you guys <laughs> remember when New Fantasyland was announced and Aurora was supposed to have a cottage? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. It never happened. Yes. I did oh. not know about the cottage. I really didn't. You were supposed to go and like make 16th birthday cards for it because you never got to have a 16th birthday, and the fairies <gasps> were gonna fly around. It, they it, were the Lumiere in the Enchanted Tales with Bell, and yeah, you were supposed to meet Aurora. Like, exactly like Enchanted Tales with Bell, but with Aurora. Yeah. Yeah, and there was a uh, Cinderella was supposed to have one. Also, Pixie Hollow was supposed to be there. It was a whole thing. The majority of it got cut. Yeah. Now, Fantasyland was supposed to be like so impressive, which I mean, it was like still amazing. No, yeah, it's still so, great. Oh, I it's still love not, it. Like yeah. it, 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 supposed it was. To be. There was some things that I was like, I'm like, oh, so that's gone now. Like, okay. yeah. I mean, yeah. now that you meant, yeah. Now that you mention it, I, I do like feel that that would have really just enhanced everything because there is, um, there is quite a bit of new fantasy land that's just like dead space. It is. It is. Um, and I know that they, I know that um, the Seven Dwarves Mine Train hadn't opened when it was like when it, when Fantasyland first opened the new right. Fantasyland, but you know they, they should have. Surely they knew like exactly where it was going to go because it was sort of like walled off. Like I, I, I would assume yeah. that they could have put it. Um... My third trip to Disney World ever was uh, they had just begun construction on New Fantasyland, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't even have like full announcements yet, so I had no idea what was going on. We had when I um, I finished up my time with Disney when New Fantasyland was like. Uh, when, when it had opened, when it was just brand new, you know, fresh paint and everything. Right. Um, we had been given, like, a book um, that sort of had, like, pages of, you know, pictures, you know, nighttime and all that stuff, and conceptual drawings of, like, the different parts of the land, like a map. And yeah. just, you know, it had what, what was it, one, two, three rides. And then, you know, and of course the circus, which was off way off in the distance, but you know, for the most part, I'm like, well, that's, you know, kind of a huge deal for just, like, three rides. So, yeah. I don't know. Just... I, I mean, that's kind of how, um, well, Disney World is. Like, Disneyland, like, between the two parks, like, the amount of attractions they have almost equates all of all Disney World, but it, the thing is, it's so close together, so people right. don't realize it. You could do right, almost the right. entire park in a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, well... I, I mean, like, it, it does it does still take a while, but, like, right. people, like, don't realize. Like, people are like, oh, Disneyland is, like, so much smaller. I'm like, but they have more rides than... Yeah, Disney there's World. more yeah. rides at Disneyland than there is in Magic, like, in Magic Kingdom alone, so... Yeah. Um, I'm gonna bring back my personal favorite float. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm such a good host. My personal <laughs> favorite float 
um, was the Silly Symphonies float, uh, but pre but pre Genie. I liked it better with Roger Rabbit as the conductor, which I know why we can't have Roger Rabbit. I know there was the Michael Eisner and the um, the Steven Spielberg fallout, so it was like a big hissy fit, and that's why we don't get Roger anymore. Oh but, wow, I had no idea. Yeah, and, no, yeah. Well, well, he's still at Disneyland in Toontown, so I don't know why he is. But like, it's it, it's I I. This is not this is not fact. Nobody counts this as fact. But I'm speculating it's similar to like the E. T. ride at Universal uh, Orlando where like if they do get rid of it, they have to pay Spielberg a certain amount of money. Mm. Because it's there's supposed to be some form of Spielberg. In the park. If they ever <laughs> get rid of it. Oh my I, god. I wanted like, to make a point of going to Toontown just for that ride. Me too. I've never been to Disneyland, but I when I go Toontown, I'm not gonna lie. People are going to think I'm crazy, but Toontown could probably be my favorite land. You're going to make a, bee, so a beeline into. for it, it when you get there. It's an underrated yes. land. Like, there's not, like, a ton of... Like, I think there's... Like, I, like, I love Toontown Fair at Disney World, so going to Toontown itself would freak me out. <laughs> I used to play the Toontown online game, and, like, I've always been with oh Mickey my. and his friends, so... Oh my, mm-hmm. I, I'm so mad about Toontown Fair because it was opened on my first trip and then it was closed on my second trip and I my second trip was like nine months after I went um, and we didn't go there because it was so hidden for us like we just like just never noticed it because there was at the time there were the walls like around where Ariel right, was right. Like, like, like they were they hadn't announced New Fantasyland yeah I think it was like another like two years but like they were definitely preparing it, it wasn't until after they announced the closure of Toontown that they finally were like oh this is what we're doing over there yeah um, right so like I, I totally missed it and I'm so sad I never got to experience it so like seeing Toontown at Disneyland like the, for the first time like made me so happy and I mean everyone says it's better um, with like I mean it's so detailed and incredible like I will it's say the Disneyland so version is so I, I love the Disneyland Toontown way more than way more than the Disney World one. Oh, Toontown Fair was just a scrap together version of Toontown to throw something there yeah because they had birthday land and all land. this other stuff and they're like mm-hmm. you know what we'll just do Toontown but <laughs> like I, the reason I love I'm just I'm such a huge fan of Who Framed Roger Rabbit so like seeing Roger Rabbit on the float conducting him and doing the laughs and his big ears. I don't know. It just, it it was, I only saw the parade once. I saw it in either 98 or 99. I can't be sure. I'm not going to lie. Because I was very young. But it was, it left such a strong impression on me that like, I would come home and pretend like to be in Spectral Magic. Like, if I had flashlights, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, you know, I'd wave him around. Oh yeah, my look, gosh. It was just such a good parade. And like, it really the, was. It was so... The Silly Symphonies section was just so interesting to me because they had the harp um, from Mickey and the Beanstalk mm-hmm. on one of the floats. Yeah. And she was like a face character mixed with the float, which is similar to how Ariel was. Ariel was a face yeah. character and her tail was part of the float. Yes. Which is just... It's such a cool concept to see that, which like probably was awful to be those two actresses, you know, like leaning forward the whole time. Yeah. But... Um, I could not do that. No, I'd be so scared. I, um, I, I mean, think, like, if you think about like what Paint the Night had, um, like some of the stuff that they have to do on those floats with all the... Right. Attached to them, like... Every time I see Tinkerbell and Paint the Night, I'm like, I know Tinkerbell got a wedgie. Oh. <laughs> 
god, that was my <laughs> that was probably my favorite flow from that. Uh, no, it's amazing, but you know she got a wedgie, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, luckily, luckily those performers they have like, um, they got it. They got a whole setup, you know. After right, the like parade I'm sure everybody's fine. Like we're all good. Yeah, it's just yeah. like I I mean, well. Back to Spectro. Yeah. The reason I love Alter Hill Symphony so much was because that Chip and Dale at the very end on the piano where they slid back and forth yes. was just so, so cool. Like that, like it, it was like seeing a cartoon in real life, similar to Toontown, but like it was seeing an action only a cartoon could do in real life. And they it was just so, outfits, they did. But... They had like little coattails that went on and they would slide back and forth and eventually they'd bump into each other. Speaking of bumping into each other with this parade, I watched the early 90s and then the 2000s versions. The In the 90s, the the like whirly gigs that the um, the Spectro men were on would mm-hmm. bump each other and then it'd make a, like, a whole sound effect. It was a whole part of the show. And then in the 2000s, they didn't do that anymore. Oh. And I was yeah. sitting there, I was like, you bumped parade floats together? Oh. That sounds like fun. I was like, what kind of new attraction is this? <laughs> I actually yeah. knew someone who was a parade driver and um, like the whole the whole uh, parade thing um, entertainment wise really fascinated me because, you know, Disney was utilizes this like electronic system that sort of as the parade goes along the route you know like a, a little sensor in each of the floats you know picks up right. um, a signal yeah, and then the and then the audio yeah I don't know what the, what it's called Puck I think oh, what they oh call my them. god oh my god they mentioned it in, like a Samantha Brown video oh my god I saw it like in an early 2000s like you know, oh, travel oh my gosh like the travel Disney channel World. yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's Samantha Brown that's Samantha yes that's just so I'm everybody on. knows I am gonna do a theme park throwback on those 90s commercials and travel yes. channel shows it's gonna oh. be a whole episode and I already have that's a few people that are gonna be on and I'm so excited so that's what got me into that the years that I never went to Disney. I would watch Me too. I have a DVD set of it right now. Like the Travel Channel one. I have VHS. I have like that, like it had all of like everyone like running around in their 90s clothes listening to 90s music. Barbie at Epcot. Yes! Oh my gosh. And then of course you've got the like of the 90s versions of the Fab Five characters, which I'm gonna tell, I'm just gonna say it. Like, I'm so pleased with the, yes, Donald, who looks, he's got like these big dark eyes. He was so cute, in my opinion. I liked it. He was cute, but like, just- I mean, he's better now, but like, I I genuinely can say that I like that costume, which was used in Spectrum Magic. We're not off topic. And Winnie the Pooh, Winnie, Winnie the Pooh looked like a giant cheese puff. To me. He did. Yeah. <laughs> With eyes. Um, he was but, uh, cute. It was cute. It was a cute cheese puff. It was. He's a cute um, also, since you both were like, since uh, Chad, you were really into the aerial float, mm-hmm. what also was really cool was King Triton was on that <gasps> float. Yes. yes. Yep. Oh my God. I don't remember seeing him in the newest version. Was he's was not? That... No, he was. He was. He was on there, but like, it's, he's just 
he had like a whole audio. I don't know if it was as prominent because you know the show was switched. Yeah, he, he says like Sebastian. He was like that's along. enough. Yeah, and oh, he like spins yeah. the Triton and he has the seahorses. And I found mm-hmm. a fun fact out today: the Jiminy at the end of the parade and the Sebastian in that boat used to be puppets and then were replaced with animatronics when the re when they brought it back in the two thousands. Oh. So they were I puppets. See. They were puppeteered by cast members before, and then they were animatronics. About, um, sorry. <laughs> no, continue. I have another fun fact about Sebastian specifically. Is actually in Festival of Fantasy currently. I heard about that. That is like the same Sebastian. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. That is the same Sebastian. So on the um, on Ariel's float and Festival of Fantasy, that is the same Sebastian as um, the one in Spectrum Magic. Nice. Also, speaking of the Ariel float. What I thought was one of the most creative and cool things was the 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 rounds of the the water, the ripples of water that were above the float. Yes. And so like it was the floats underwater using lights. You're not gonna remember this is the 90s. Like we didn't have all these projections and stuff. Right. Like that was yeah. such a creative and amazing it was use of the lights to like show that you're underwater. You are under the sea. Oh, oh! You just remind me of another thing. Since like you brought up how like the um, the spectrum and floats bumped into each other. Yes. They also had these fish floats that blew bubbles. They yes. did. Yes. They, they did. They weren't there in the um the two thousand version because they just went straight on. They didn't interact like really with the audience that much. Right. I, I think they just cut it. I think they might have even um, uh, the two fish that would um they sort of like chased each other and like you know yeah like, they were like they one of them had like a funny voice. face they were kind they of had, like, like a family uh-huh. it, yeah oh, i'm so sorry i totally interrupted they had like a family and they had like the two with the funny faces that would like go around with each other and yeah chase one each would other. you know wink and then like yeah spin around and then uh, the other one would chase him like yeah but but they used to blow, blow bubbles at the audience and i was like why oh, cool i love that also, um, I will say this: the the Fantasia floats would come in as a close second for me because they were just so beautiful, but they were also so silly. I loved that they had, and these costumes didn't light up, which were which was hilarious to me. What they had the ostriches from Dance yeah. of the Hours, and I watched the two versions. I watched the first run and the second run. In the first run. They would have like three or four on each side and they would run around the float. Yep. And if you look, if you go back and watch the videos, it was a small area to be running around that float. Uh-huh. Yep. And then later it was like two on each side and they didn't run. They just stayed on their respective sides and danced. Yeah, I, um, I, uh, my first roommate uh, during the college program, when I had first gotten there, uh, he um, was in entertainment and uh, did like parades uh, basically right away. I had not even heard of such a thing before, but he's a really good dancer. Um, he was cast as one of the ostriches. So um, I would, you know, I'd be watching that particular part of the parade, just, you know, trying to see if he could like give me like a signal or something. But um, I believe that they started using harnesses at that time. Yeah. See, so, uh, like you can, like if you go back and see, you can tell that some of the parade performers, if not all of them in the first run didn't have harnesses. And I can distinctly remember them not having harnesses. And then I could remember seeing later in years and later parades, harnesses attached to characters who had ample enough room to walk around and be safe. But 
like I'm glad there's harnesses now because that just reduces mm-hmm. the amount yeah. of like yeah I, I also know this- oh sorry it doesn't reduce safety it enhances safety and reduces injury yes yeah th- th- there was another thing I noticed is like and I mean this is something that I don't that I don't think happens anymore at all but there were certain like um characters that would not like because now like usually it's like flow characters flow characters like yes like they uh-huh. walk around or like float dancers float dancers float characters yeah. yeah yeah but back then if you look a lot of them were walking beside them or were run around like the front of them and go to like the opposite side like, yes yes they did and, and, and like that that's not a thing anymore because like yeah like if you aren't careful enough like you could easily get run over by a float um, mm-hmm. but I, I noticed that and I was like, I was like, oh, like there's Rare Bear, like just casually, like <laughs> alongside the blow. Yes. And speaking of that, I'm sorry, you said Rare Bear. This parade had so many, like what we would consider now rare characters because the Disney catalog wasn't as big as it is today where they mm-hmm. could, they can pick and choose literally anybody. And some people will never be in parades and some people will always be in parades. But like back then you had smaller category, like a smaller film category. And what was interesting is, like, you had characters in the last section, like, the biggest Disney-centered section. It was, like, Rare Bear and the Three Little Pigs and the Big mm-hmm. Bad Wolf. And, mm-hmm. uh... The, the Evil Queen had, like, the most gorgeous outfit. Like, oh, it was beautiful. And, and I, I believe that, uh, I believe that, um, during the cavalcades, like, almost every parade has one. Yeah. But, uh, during Spectro, or... I think even a lot more now. They uh, they sort of switch characters around as a need basis. Like if the costume, um, sort of demystifying the magic a little bit. <laughs> like uh, if the costume needs to be repaired, or mm-hmm. if they need to, or if they had it all sent out for cleaning, they would, you know, maybe bring out a di- another character. Like like you said, a lesser known character or like a rarely used character. So that's per- a perfect opportunity for that. I don't think they're very particular when it comes to the cavalcade, like who's in it, because it sort of does like switch things up, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not mad at that. No, I'm not either. Yeah. No, I just think it's cool to see those characters. Um, yeah. No, they weren't in a prominent role. Like they weren't on the the floats with Minnie and Donald and Pinocchio and Alice and you know. Yeah. They, they weren't on the floats with them. Um, but. It was, but like, they had specially designed costumes for this parade, which is just so interesting. Like, you would never see Br'er Bear and Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox have specially designed outfits for parades nowadays. Which, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, it's all fair. We're a little more woke now, now these days. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, I, at I, the I, time. Are you going with this? And I'm like, oh, yep, yep. That is true. That is true. You you do make a good, I wasn't even thinking that, but yeah. Well, I, I, I also think, and this might be controversial. I also think most people don't have a problem with the actual, those characters. I think I think no, they more have a no. problem with the film no. itself, which is I think it's yeah. fair because I don't. I mean, yes, the characters are not. Uh, they they I, don't. I, they're I, not I mean, good representation. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's a scene that like it's also classic literature. Them. Yeah, um, the uh, <laughs> the use the the characters. I uh, personally do really love Br'er Bear, and I. I remember like some sort of Frontierland show 
including Brer Bear, Brer Rabbit, where, you know, they the would get all down? the... Yeah, the hoedown, where they would, you know, oh, have, like, the dance lessons and I danced stuff. with Clarabelle Cow in the hoedown once, and it made my life, and I'll never oh, forget it. I'm so jealous. I really never got my moment with Clarabelle. Like, I would only ever see her in the parade or, like, in one of the castle shows, maybe. But, like, yeah, I right. never did a meet and greet. She, she meets at DCA regularly now. And Do- Horace does Yeah, too. I was like, Horace does now, too, which... I want, I want this. I shouldn't say this because I need to make it an episode, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I'll just say it again. Y'all forget about the time by then. Um, <laughs> I want a meet and greet that, like, when you go in, changes into the black and white cartoons. Oswald, Hortensia, Mickey, Minnie, and I want Horace, Clairebow, and Clara Clark. Like similar to like that one level in Kingdom Hearts Two, the the Timeless River. If you either played that, my geek's really coming out right now. <laughs> but um, I, I played. I have not. <laughs> um, that's where I actually learned about those characters was that game. But um, I just, I don't know. The show was just so interesting. It had like fog effects. It had a lot of disco balls, which I yes. think is hilarious. There yes. were disco balls they would, like, everywhere. Too. <laughs> they were. They, they would like move or mirror balls, if y'all are going to correct me, which I don't think anybody is, but like still. Who cares? They were we'll just called yeah, disco balls. It's a disco ball, whatever. Um, yeah, it was funky. It was funky, and they had like Mickey's float with his giant blowing electro <laughs> cape, which was everything. Oh, it had like God. these huge puffs of fog coming out of it mm-hmm. in the first run, not as much the second run, which is like understandable safety. But yeah. like, it was amazing, and he had one of those like ball things like, like yeah, the electro one of those ball electro... that you see at Spencer's and like, yep. you, like yeah. play with it but never buy it he's fully getting into it and yeah, yeah um, you know, there is a hidden Mickey on that float really? <laughs> there is and it's you know it's kind of like uh, it, for me it's kind of like odd to see a hidden Mickey when Mickey is on the float oh. you know oh, yeah so, no, like, I think that's a little different that is different but like it was uh, very intentional by the looks of it and um i don't know if anyone wants me to just spoil it or you know whatever i mean you can it's gone yeah it's gone yeah we're never going to be able to find it ourselves it's just like right there on the front you could see the hidden mickey with like um made out of disco balls like a bigger a big one and then two for the ears oh my gosh it is and i never thought about it like right on the right on the platform i am so obsessed with spotting hidden mickeys so like you know that made me happy but like it also perplexed me because like i said i don't ever imagine um hidden mickeys um in the presence of mickey mouse right right it seems yeah. unnecessary but like you know hey it's um, it's still fun yeah yeah i also want to take a little i want to give a little appreciation to our original characters of this parade the spectrum men who have my heart and y'all can come for me if you want. I I'm not scared of y'all. Um, I'm, I'm kidding. It's not that serious. Um, but is it the change of the the face? Yes, mask? and I prefer them with the mask than without. I find I found the mouse, the mouse, the mouse too. I found the mask cute and similar to like Small World. I found them very like, mm-hmm. very like. Care Bear, Child. Life, I really thought they were like sprites. Doll. Yeah, yeah. I really... no, no, I agree. I preferred them with the mask. But them without, it looked, it looked almost Hannibal Lecterish, like because they had like <laughs> the pin straps. Yeah, uh-huh. and they had like a big nose, and it didn't. 
I don't yeah. know. I just don't think it was as good without the mask. I thought the yeah. masks were cute. And I, I love that they had their own language, but the language, like, slid in. And I just realized this today, like, don't, I'm not an expert, but, like, I just realized today they had their own little language, but mm-hmm. they would slide in Disney terms, and it was, like, <clears throat> zippity-doo and bibbity-bop. And, oh. Yeah. And it, oh, but, wow. Like, yeah, but, like, those terms would be slid in to, like, like it was so cute to me and I loved them and I love that they played the trumpets and this is gonna sound stupid but I loved that the trump I love when they would get so into it that the trumpets like clap they slam them down so hard yeah they sort of like warp and bend yeah they were they were like click Dang. Left, and I'm like, right. and, and, and like it's amazing. gonna come off. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you get this choreography. Like, you break those things because I am living. Wait, can we talk about the choreography? Because to be honest, it was like honestly like the worst choreography I've seen in Disney Parade ever. Yeah. It's so, it's so lackluster. Bad. They, like, you know let what? Me, let me do a spin. Yeah, it's like let me do a slight spin. And like it wasn't it wasn't great but also it didn't need it it didn't need it because the lights danced themselves right well the soundtrack was like Mm -hmm. yeah on this magic night oh i love it good soundtrack yeah but like um (laughs) i i i uh i fully agree um i would imagine that maybe like the costumes were sort of restrictive because of all the wiring. I don't know. Right. So, yeah. like, you know, um, plus if they if they do anything too like s- spectacular dance wise, you know, something might get unhooked, and like yeah. then you've got like a character in the dark, and then the rest of them are dancing. I'm sure that things happen, and like. And no, let's be honest, it'd be really mm-hmm. scary to see a character in the dark just running up to you, like, doing their normal <laughs> choreography. Yep. But then here comes Rare Bear <laughs> or the Evil Queen um, or the Queen mm-hmm. of Hearts running up to you, and you're like, oh! <laughs> 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 No, yeah, true, yeah. true. But, but just on the flip side, like, I mean, Main Tree Electrical had the ballroom dancers. Um, yes. I mean, um, Paint the Night had my probably one of my favorite parts were the cars dancers like oh my they're god they're so good i and i mean i mean again i would see them backstage just hanging out and i was like and i was like and, and i'm like damn these men <laughs> it sort of reminded me of those <laughs> like hottest moves like I, I do all their choreo after seeing it so much <laughs> It reminded me so much of that, like, America's Got Talent group that did the light suits. Oh, yes. You know, like, it is like that. Um, Very Tron. Yes, very Tron. Oh, my gosh. Paint the night with Tron float. (gasps) Why did they not? I am emailing Disney (laughs) right now. The new Magic Kingdom parade. We're gonna have Tron Light Cycle run in Magic Kingdom. Why not have a Tron float in the new nighttime parade? Because if they don't have one for the fiftieth, I'm rioting. Now, someone please remind me: um, Is Paint the Night no longer in commission? It's not a California adventure. It is still at Hong Kong Disneyland. Yes. Okay, but do they have any? Are there any talks of bringing it to the Magic Kingdom in Florida? Or not that I know of. I don't think so. I've heard, like, I don't think this rumor is true because, like, I, I've, again, I've been, I've worked at both and I've walked that, I, I mean, I, I cleaned up after, um, Paint the Night, like, all the time. Like, I, I would watch right. like, from behind step off, like, because mm-hmm. I would have to wait to, like, that was part of my training. Um, 
but um, the, the walkways in Disneyland and California Adventure are very small compared to the ones in Florida for like the parade routes. So like a lot of people were saying like, oh, they can't do it at Magic Kingdom because the Mack truck wouldn't make its way mm. around that, um, around Town Square. And I'm like, I'm like, it's, it's not like, it's not small. It's, I'm pretty sure it's bigger than Disneyland Town Square. Right. Well, so maybe, I, yeah. Like, I, like, I think part of it might be like slightly smaller just because like the train station at Magic Kingdom is so much bigger than the one at Disneyland. Right. But, but I'm like, but also like where the step off is for um the paint the night at California Adventure, it's it's very small. Like it's really hidden. So I'm hmm. like, I think the Mack truck will be fine. So I don't know what's keeping them from bringing it to Magic Kingdom. I really don't. I don't either. But if they do, I just want my idea. I want a Spectro 2.0, <laughs> but I'm not gonna I, get it. I, I, I know I'm not gonna get job. it. Well, okay. So like the they. We know that they had disassembled the parade floats and, you know, that they're completely gone. Like you said, there's a, there's that piece of the magic pin with, you know, the spectro, oh, the oh, spectrum men. rumors about what happened to them now? I feel like Yes. Go for it. Be- because what I, so I heard like a few. Um, overall, <laughs> it, I, I, I believe the main thing was that it was bad storage. Yeah. But I heard like what really happened was that termites got in and basically just ate away at like all the fabrics and everything mm. I'm like, honestly i feel like that's probably true like, i mean it that it was kind of out sense. in the open to be yeah, honest i did see like it was like i i don't know if this was like basically it's home for the longest time but i remember going backstage and i remember seeing like these hangers that were made out of like like very th- thin sheets of like corrugated tin and like um mm-hmm. you know a big old floppy door and i remembered seeing the floats just kind of you know then and you know parked in there like just willy-nilly right. um maybe two like it's two per so it was like yeah it looked a little bit crowded but yeah they i i know that it things don't last forever and you know things happen it is florida and it's like one of the it's like the harshest condition that you could expose um you know wood and fabric to for right. so long yeah. so yeah i mean i i understand why they would have to get rid of things you know but like it just it was seems supposed to, me, to come back <laughs> yeah like to me it just seemed like i don't know rushed yeah, I think I think what it, I think the reason people have <clears throat> such an unfinished connection with it is because it never did get a proper send off like almost every parade or attraction, uh, or even yeah. some characters get like it never got a true send off. It was just oh, not coming back, and everybody's just like, and those well, are why? such a big deal. Like they're so like Disney fans show up and show out. They have signs. They like, do. do you guys remember look, Celebrated look. Dream Come True? Like, oh people my had uh-huh. signs. They were screaming. It was like, it was like going to like the biggest concert of the year. I, I mean, like, mm-hmm. like performers were crying, cast members were crying. Like, oh, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I was there for um the last um the last few showings of um Matrix Electrical, and it was it was. It was emotional. Like I never cared for that parade that much. Like I, 
I would use that braid to go on rides. Obviously, I only care for Elliot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, honestly, yeah. But like, I am such I- a Peach Dragon stan, everybody. Like, new fun fact about me. That Elliot float was my everything. And my boyfriend currently um, currently lives in Peoria, Illinois. And um, I won't say, you know, I won't get any more details, obviously. But they have their own little, like, light uh, parade. Like, they have, they have a parade of lights. Like, their oh. own version of the Mayfair Electrical Parade. Oh. Um, and then, like, you can drive through. I know a lot of cities have, like, little, like, light display drive-thrus. We um, do. I, I love we those. Do. Yes. Theirs has a recreation of Elliot from Mayfair Electrical Parade. And work. everything to me. I loved that part of the parade. I loved any, um, I loved any moment in those parades where you've got like, um, I know that in Mainstream Electrical, yes, there was um, Alice. Elliot and then Alice, yes. Yes. And you would get like, that's such a special moment for the little kids, honestly. Like when they would just, you know, when you would look down and see their faces and then wave at them. Oh my gosh. If I were, if I were a little kid, that would just make my life. Plus, yeah. It was just, I know it's the spectro, but like, it was just cool that Elliot disappeared and then reappeared like he did in the movie. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, that's so cool. And then you just see Pete up there and he's like flying yeah. and you're like, huh, well, that's awesome. <laughs> now, the, the, uh, the performer who played Elliot um, was... Usually, I just oh. remember being, yeah, just was usually um, a young lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, just oh. like such, would, such a goofball, hand it right up. I mean, you have to, because like when you look at the character of Pete in yeah. the movie, he's such like a ham and a goofball. Like he's that like all I would always American, get a laugh. Yeah. silly, willy-nilly kid, even though it's going through a really <laughs> hard time. That movie makes yeah. me cry. But even yeah. though he's going through a really hard time, he's just this all willy-nilly kid, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I need to catch but up on that. I, I, I mean, when I saw it, it was usually a friend of Peter Pan that also was a friend of Elliot's. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and so, like, I, I and, and I, so, sometimes because I visit Peter Pan for my favorite character, so I see him mm-hmm. all the time. And so sometimes, like, they would notice me. Um, which was like really fun, but that was definitely one of the best parts. Yeah, I am such a bad cast member. <laughs> I am such a bad cast member. I am forgetting the friends of performers and just like uh, breaking the fourth wall. I feel so guilty. Character integrity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, okay, we respect character integrity here on Dyslexic, but I also know that the majority of people listening are of adult age. Yeah. At mm-hmm. at, at mo- usually. At most, I don't. I don't think I've had any like younger listeners, but um, like we, I, I always highly respect character integrity, but I'm also not that worried when it comes to this because it also is like a, it's a retired parade, right? It's right. it's 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 in the past, and most of our character, you know, yeah, listeners I, I, are I think for I think for me, it's like because I'm gonna be a cast member again, and then also I do have friends. Who are friends with certain characters, so right. I it, to, to constantly do it, it just makes me feel better. Yeah, it just oh, makes me. Definitely. I feel. Yeah, I just. Um, I used to care so very much about that. It was. It was totally my thing. Like, and it just shows that I've been. I've been away like six years. I've only been to the parks again, um, following my years as a cast member, like once. So okay. like. I'm really needing my Disney fix. I got to go back there soon. I'm hoping to go so back much has, next year. So much has changed in six years. Like, yeah. 
it really has like like you um i know that you two were like talking about the different castle projection shows and i'm just like oh gosh and you missed two of them yeah i i can't keep up like i know that i've seen like the snap videos and i've seen like instagram posts and like friends of mine who are still you know working there or like you know having their emotional moment like listening to the end the end song or whatever just like and me just being so jealous like mm-hmm. you speaking know. of having emotional moments and bringing mm-hmm. it back to spectral magic i had many i've had many an emotional moment listening to that soundtrack on youtube like oh i wasn't doing it today on my way to work and it like brings such a happy nostalgic feeling like I've cried at it before but the majority of the time I remember going back to being like five or six years old and watching that parade I have a home video um, of it and my favorite part my favorite part my favorite part is when my aunt sees Roger Rabbit and goes oh my gosh look there's Bugs Bunny (laughs) and I'm like and like I watched it back and I'm like that's not Bugs Bunny. That's Roger Rabbit. Oh my god. That's so that's cute. Oh, oh it's god. so it's so funny. I, I I mean you'd be amazed like what people say. Like when people like are like, oh that's Daffy, and I'm just like, no, Daffy is a black duck. Like Oh yeah. It, it, Completely it's like, it's different like, it's not studio. Even, like, about Disney versus Looney Tunes. It's about like they look nothing alike. <laughs> Right, like they have completely different character design in total. Yeah, like um, they used to. Uh, I used to hear people get um, Rare Bunny confused with Roger Rabbit all the time. Right. Like, oh, look, there's Roger Rabbit. Completely different. Um, well, well, Rare Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rare Rabbit. Sorry. Rare sorry, Rabbit. I had to correct. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, please do. I, I, I take no offense. <laughs> um. But I'm yeah, no, like, I love the soundtrack. I'm just bringing it back because, like, I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I love the soundtrack to that show, to the parade so much. Mm-hmm. And the, the lyrics are so beautiful. Yeah. And I'm not going to sing them for you, although I can. <laughs> but I'm not going to. But I'll, I'm going to recite some, which are, On this magic night, a million stars will dance beside us, shimmering, glimmering, carouseling. And I just, I'm like, that's so beautiful to just think of, like, the stars have come to, to give you a show, and mm-hmm. you're here experiencing it. And it, it has that old school Disney Parks music, which I know I said before, but I'm just yeah. so into it. Like, the it's the specific harmonies and, like, chords that just yeah. scream 90s, 2000s, you know, personally it's, for me. It goes back farther than that, but, like, it yeah. is very... It is very like, you know, this is the end of the day and we're sending you off with like, you know, a, a pre-bedtime, you know, s- like song. It's It does kind of put you in like this mood for, you know, just like you've like you, you've gone a full day. Now here's a little bit of, you know, something soft and something like yeah. twinkling and magical. I really do get that uh, vibe from it. Yeah, right. my, my, 
my favorite line from it is um, because at the end of the parade, like they have the intro music, like with the lyrics, and at the end they have the exit, and the last line is "Let this night live forever in your dreams." And I hear that, and I just lose it because mm. I'm. Like, it's just Damn, so that is like beautiful. Wow. Like it, and like like it's beautiful. It did its job. It was designed to tug on our heartstrings. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But that's what all music is meant to do, is to invoke some emotion. So if you get mad about Disney doing that to you, that's the point. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't but, think there's been a parade since that really nailed, like, just, like, the overall, like, essence of, like, the end of a Disney day. Like, I think Paint the Night comes close just with, when can you see, when can I, when can we see you again? When can we do this again? Like, it does. But, but like, my only, like... Not, not even a gripe. My only, like, the big difference between those two is, like, Paint the Night's this energetic, like, I can't wait to come back. We've had a great day. Whereas Spectral Magic was, you've been here. You've experienced something. Mm-hmm. You could never do any, like, you can't do anywhere else in the world. And here's our good night. We love you. Have a good, have a good, you know, rest of your vacation. Yep. Kind see of you deal. real soon. Yeah, it was, it was your see you real soon. I, no, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll fight you on that just because, like, I literally, like, have never cried the hardest ever in my life when I had to watch um, Paint the Night for the last time. But I, I get you. I get you. No, like, I think I think you have a definitely fair point and fair argument there. Yeah. Because. But but I think Spectro, like, yeah. really got at something that I don't think, especially with the music that I don't think any parade has really since. I think that Spectrum Magic has, like, the... I think it has, like, the coolest marquee. Like, comparing that to Main Street Street Electrical, it's just... It was really cool seeing, like, the colors twinkle and swoop, you know, to spell out Spectrum Magic. And it had the original Walt Disney World logo, which I love. Yeah. Yes. Yep, I did pick up on that. The, The music also, like, comparatively, since we're, like, you know, since we've talked a little bit about... Main Street Electrical and Spectro. Um, it's just night. and Paint the Night. Um, the the music between all three of them is obviously very different. Um, yeah. Paint oh, the Night all, is that they're all so different. Um, Paint the Night is so like energetic. It really gets me like excited, you know, like and yeah, it's like I want to come back. I can't wait yes. to come back to Disney. Yeah. Really, it just gets you hyped for like maybe what's tomorrow. Like if you're if you're spending like an entire weekend, then like yeah, this could be it. You're it's your Friday night. You're ready for tomorrow. But um, like, in Spectro Magic, like is the perfect like soundtrack finisher. Like if you are mm-hmm. staying, it, like if you're ending your vacation and this is the last thing you're gonna see, like you can't get any better than that. Yeah. But like. Main Street Electrical was very like you know it was like a good this is the end of the day the day yeah it's like a great melody and it's obviously very catchy but it's like you know the finale of that parade was like what yeah yeah you're like the bacon the bacon the bacon the bacon I it was I forgot about Kelly Mantle is quaking. Oh my god. Don't wear bacon. Don't wear bacon. <laughs> oh my god. But like uh... <laughs> Oh, but you know, then there's another nighttime 
parade that we almost forgot about, and that's the Seven Seas Lagoon um, <gasps> oh parade. Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, well, actually, there's another one that's um, but we none of us have seen it unless we've been to Tokyo, which is the Dreamlights Parade. But so I have beautiful. Not. I've never seen it. I've only seen videos, but it's amazing. It's because stunning. Tokyo does Tokyo's parades are top notch at all times. Their, their fireworks are terrible, though. That's what I've heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. They can't do fireworks for shit. <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing of it. I can't wait to start, you know, browsing and, like, looking this up. I'll yeah, no, they do one fireworks show for both parks, so they have to put it in, like, the yes. spot. And, yeah, no, I'm... Tokyo is, like, my number one place I need to visit mm-hmm. a lot for Tokyo Disneyland, Tokyo Disney and, like, yeah, but, like, their daytime parades, like, unreal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, the, so back to the Seven Seas Lagoon, okay, so, like, I don't know how long the show is, but I know that it's, like, um, immediately following the closing of the park, I believe, is when, um, is when the show rolls out and they sort of they actually do have audio it's they actually do multiple times a night it, it's shown like okay yeah it it, it, it it does it like a few times i had to look it up one time because um i couldn't get into the parks like before like i i had tradition so that's like something mm-hmm. i had to do we we tried to like catch it i'd never seen it and um, i haven't seen it in person but i love it i've seen it online yeah no it, it it shows multiple times a night and it goes you either see it on the seven seas lagoon or you can watch it on bay lake yeah you um it's really for it's really for the um the little kids who um couldn't stay until the end at the parks so you know if you're staying at the grand floridian you can like look out your window and you can see like this magical parade on the water like oh there's you know there's an octopus and some fish and they're doing you know under the sea and you know so like yeah it's just like a little treat for the people who didn't finish at the park and it's also such a surprise it is the music you can hear from anywhere yeah you'll be standing like at the polynesian beach like just wandering like whatever and honestly you hear do 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 but in like the electrical railway yeah a very 8-bit kind of music you know like it's just singular notes yeah fun fact um the electrical wire parade actually preceded the major electrical parade Oh, it did? It did, I, I yes. Believe, I, I believe that's what I heard. No, I think so, you're correct because yes, it's been yes. there since day one where I don't think Electrical Parade had been. Yeah, I mean, Electrical Parade was in Disneyland, but I heard that they did this first and then they were like, oh, we want to do this at Disneyland. So the original Electrical Parade was all like, just like Electrical War Parade. It was all screens. And then mm-hmm. over the years, it's grown into like these floats right that now are on that like these really like um electronically advanced like floats i wonder if yes. they're still doing it the electrical wire parade yeah yeah okay it, it so it was there when i was there and i still see people taking photos it's still there now it's interesting that you um you brought up photos and i know that each of us had probably Uh, watched all of the 1991 Spectrum Magic video, you know, beginning and we're, okay, so we're talking about um, how when Spectrum Magic first came out uh, never mind Main Street Electrical back in the 70s, but with Spectro in 91 there was no internet so we, you know, this was 
uh, we saw beginning to end someone experiencing spectro magic. Uh, you know, like like we would see countless videos now of like parades and mm-hmm. and shows and stuff, and it, it kind of gets a little bit excessive because you know everyone has a phone, everyone has a camera, so like yeah. they're they're capturing this moment. And I know that you guys have brought it up in a previous podcast, you know, of people taking videos of the parade. Mm-hmm. Sort oh of yeah, the rules blocking, podcast. Yep, blocking everybody's oh, I lo- view. I love, I love that one. <laughs> Sorry, thank you. But then, but then we've got yeah, I lived for that episode by the way. Um, but like. I um, watching the 91 just sort of made me realize, you know, this is uh, their way of experiencing it at home, you know, over and over again, you know, without any access to a computer or a video of it, you know, but this is what they had. So it's actually makes it very special. Yes. And I I think that's why it was such a special thing because it, it, it was something you could look back on your home video of Disney and see that parade that you know you couldn't just go on the internet and watch it there was no youtube mm-hmm. um, right. you can now because it ran you know to 2010 mm-hmm. right but um at the time i think that's why it had such an impact on me was it was something i could not see anywhere else in the world i would and, like to oh no go ahead sorry oh no you're fine um and it was just such a magical and different experience and to go back to the music i also think that the reason it struck with so many people as like the perfect end to a Disney, you know, Magic Kingdom day was because, you know, this was, it came out, you know, before Park Hopper. You didn't need Park Hopper, Park Hopper. You did one a day. And it was very rare to go to all the park, you know, go to parks twice yeah. in a trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it yeah. was just this, you know, this is the end of my Magic Kingdom day. And this right. is great. Mm. The Magic Kingdom was always open the latest of all the parks. Right. So, like, no matter what you did, if you ended the day, you probably did it at the Magic Kingdom. So that was yeah. night. But unless you stayed for the kids' good night, which oh yeah, I did. I watched it on the train station my last <laughs> trip alone. Oh my god! Oh, oh wait, can, can I tell a story? I know it's off topic, but yes, go ahead. So, um, it was my was I, yes it was my last shift so i worked custodial in tomorrowland primarily sometimes i'd be put in fantasyland like i could be put anywhere but they mostly just kept me in tomorrowland and in fantasyland on occasions mostly in the east um and on my last shift um the area that i got was um kind of the area that's towards the hub and so i was closing out for for the night and like i didn't plan this because like you don't know what the times are for um uh the kiss goodnight and like i I can't i didn't have a watch i only have my phone like i really can't take your phone out while you're on stage right which is the same as like most jobs so yeah yeah exactly um but i like it it was like the most magical thing that's like one most magical things that's happened to me and i mean i've worked disney twice and i've been like many times but i was pushing my cart like my massive cart up to the tomorrowland bridge and right as i stopped it the kids goodnight started and i just like and i was already like emotional like just like because i was leaving in like two days and then like this happens and i'm just like and i just like stood there and like nobody was around there was no one around i'm just standing there like trying not to cry because I'm like how does how like it was just like the universe like Mickey like everything but uh, mm. that was one of the special <laughs> moments like ever like where like it's not like something that like a cast member did 
or whatever but it was just like something that like I was at the right place right time and somehow this was what happened like, oh yeah yeah that's the best yeah but that's off topic we can get back on to you <laughs> oh no it's perfectly fine um actually I think that's a pretty good wrap up to this episode um so before we go I want to ask Tim Timmy I'm so sorry do you have anything to plug um well if you want to you can follow me on my twitter or my instagram um i'm that disney queen um with a k-w-k-w-e-n um on those um i will be going to disney in a few months so there will be a lot of content regarding that there but that's like about it (laughs) awesome chad what about you i um I'm not on social media very often, believe it or not, but I um, do have a Twitter account for all of my, all the Disney stuff. Um, and I promise that, you know, <laughs> at some point I'll get like more on that. But uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it, uh, my handle is at grinninghost999. Um, and my name is Chad Anthony. And just, you know, it's got a picture of a castle and me with Goofy and, you know, what more could you want, really? I love, <laughs> I love the it. name. I love the name. <laughs> Thanks, I yeah. That's great. I was, a former, I was a former Haunted Mansion butler, so oh. it just, naturally, I had to pay homage. That's one of my dreams, but it probably won't happen, <laughs> which is whatever, but yeah. It, you just, like, it, it just, you know, happens for, you know, once in a while, so you never know. Like, um, just got a, you got a request the magic kingdom and usually they will you know honor that like if you want to go to a specific park most of the time they will send you to that park and uh that's it increases your odds so but yeah um, maybe one day maybe one day maybe i'll I'll, I'll, I'll retire into the haunted mansion that'll be like me and when i'm like 80 years old i'll be the oldest one i'll actually look like a skeleton that'll be great (laughs) (laughs) great theming the theme is here in gray and they're just like poking and pulling your face (laughs) i mean knowing me knowing how committed i'd be because like that ride is like my brand I, I i would just stand there and then like suddenly like would just move <laughs> oh god people like, try to like, falling this, on the like, ground like is this statue following me right now is this skeleton moving <laughs> oh gosh people tried to scare me all the time all <laughs> i the time. love that yeah um, but no i don't have any i don't have any uh other accounts as of yet but you never know i might get more into it later well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Scott021, or you can just look up Dyslexic because I'm really the only person who has that name. Uh, and if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm Dyslexic96. I recently just got more into Instagram. And to tie it into the episode, uh, a few days ago, I posted personal pictures of mine of Spectral Magic. I have Alice, I think, I think Sleepy, and the Ursula Float. Yay! So if you want to go to that, you can check it out on Instagram. Um, And you can listen to the podcast here um, and on others, which I'll get to. But I want to say thank you to everybody for listening to today's Theme Park Throwback episode. If you like this episode, you can check out episode one through seven on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Freaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. I know, obviously, you're listening on one of those, but maybe you have to pay for that one. You don't want to pay for 
another one so I'll give you other options um, and for now so long I'm Jiminy Cricket and Spectrum Magic bye guys bye bye <laughs>